everybody. This is John Forrester with Out of Character. Uh, this week I wanted to talk about a campaign idea that I think a lot of people are into. It's The idea is basically being like space cops, um, for lack of a better term. I always, There's a lot of like uh, campaigns where you, you, like if you're doing like Star Trek or Star Wars or Firefly or any of that stuff, where you know you encounter forces in space that are kind of like charged with maintaining law and order, whether it's the Jedi in Star Wars or, you know, various security forces, uh, you know, the Federation or um, anything like that in Star Trek or uh, the Green Lantern Corps from DC Comics or heck, if you want to even do like the Nova Corps from the um, the Marvel Universe. Any of those are just examples of things you, you could be playing around with. But um, it's, a, it's a pretty wide concept and it, it does leave a lot of room for exactly what you want to do. And I just wanted to run through a couple of ways to play around with it. Um, basically, the first thing I would say is, with something like that, I I kind of like started liking the idea as a kid because a lot of shows would introduce the idea of basically people who were charged with just going around the galaxy, arresting people for everything from like smuggling to you know uh, more serious crimes. I think that if you're gonna do that, you want to get away from things like the the Federation and Starfleet and even the Jedi. I would try to stick to something that's strictly about maintaining law and order, not so much the political side of things. Because Starfleet gets drawn into a lot of, like, politics. That, that, that That's kind of outside the scope of what they do. They do have security forces. If you're going to do a um, kind of a space cop thing in Star Wars, I would say do something like Deep Space Nine. Um, maybe do something with one of the less established powers in the Star Trek universe. Like, uh, if you look at Deep Space Nine... You had Odo, who was a constable from, uh, he was one of the founders. And you have, uh, you know, the Bajoran security forces. So something like that can be fun because they are maintaining security. They are, you know, arresting people for various crimes that are going on. I always thought that, and this is just kind of a segue, um, I always thought that if you haven't seen Deep Space Nine, spoiler alert, Odo rejoins his people and basically... They, they merge, they, you know, come one with a great link again. I always thought it'd be interesting if, like, Odo has this... That one of the things about that character is he just has this sense of justice. He's determined to, you know... He he, he sticks to his, his code of honor and what he... You know, he does what's right, I would say, more often than almost any other character on that show. Um, I would love the idea of the founders coming back, like, many, many years later and being, like, this... You know, uh, Odo is this central figure who had kind of become like a, a force for justice in the universe rather than a force of like ownership or, you know, rule like they were when they were in charge of the Dominion. I don't know. That's just an idea. But yeah, I would say don't get into something that's going to have huge political ramifications and drama. Like if you're like, oh, we want to be, you know, security officers on a starship, you can do that. That's fine. But unless it's a starship that's specifically tasked with patrolling a sector of space or something like that, I think you're going to kind of get away from what we're trying to do here. Um, also, I know that the Jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers, but they aren't really law enforcement. If you wanted to do like a Star Wars themed thing in this in this vein, and it was something like, you know, we are, we're a planetary security force or anything like that, that's fine. I would stay away from being Jedi and doing like a space cop theme. There's a really cool thing that I got a hold of on Free RPG Day last year. Uh, it was the Quick Start Rules for Cosmic Patrol. It's basically 
a, it, it's basically space cops, um, <laughs> for lack of a better word. You're basically, you know, patrolmen who are going around defending people and, you know, you have, like, weird kind of steampunky technology. Like, old-timey, like, the old fishbowl helmets and, you know, kind of, like, classic rocket ships with big fins and you have weird alien cultures that you can mess around with and robots and all that good stuff. It's it's a fully established role-playing game uh, from Catalyst Game Labs if you want to try that out. I, I did the Quick Start rules and we had a lot of fun messing with it. You can probably find the Quick Start rules. It seems like Free RPG Day, a lot of that stuff ends up like sitting on a shelf if it doesn't get picked up. So if you could, if you have a local game store near you, maybe ask if they have any of those still floating around. Um, and of course, you know, maybe buy the actual role-playing game. There's a bunch of uh, books coming out for that. But Cosmic Patrol is a cool example of something you can do with that. Uh, if you're looking for something more established, you could the, the the range of systems that you can do something like this with, like anything from like mutants and masterminds, um, fate is another great one. I would say it also runs kind of the gambit of like the range of power levels. In a lot of games, it's like you start off and you're limited because you're either going to have you know it's like your concepts either going to have to grow beyond you're a party of adventurers who are tasked with defending a particular region or you're sent to accomplish a certain task, you level up over time and threats become greater. With, like, Cosmic Patrol or anything like that, I would say threats are going to become greater, obviously, but you can kind of play around with the idea of you, you don't start off as, like, okay, go, go you know, kill um, a cockatrice and come back, and then we'll talk when you've leveled up a bit. So I would say um, the first thing you want to figure out is are these are your characters like part of an organization or that's within a certain region of space? Are they just you know patrolling all of space? The Green Lantern Corps is a great example of this actually. Um, my friend Matt really really does love the Green Lanterns. He's like the Green Lantern expert. Um, the way it works in that in the DC Comics universe with Green Lantern is space has been divided up into sectors and each sector has a Green Lantern. Earth has several Green Lanterns because they are always either being retired or called away or dying or, you know, so we kind of piled up a bit. Um, it's kind of funny because the Green Lantern is supposed to be like, they, they have the, the, the Green Lantern, the power ring, which is supposed to be like essentially the one of the most powerful weapons in the DC universe. Uh, they talk a lot in comics. They are One of the arguments is that the Green Lantern is supposed to be, is potentially more powerful than Superman. Which is always an interesting idea because you have a character that can basically make anything he can imagine become real with like a thought. You know, he's you know he he can create weapons, he can create armor, uh, machinery. You know, and they all have different approaches to it. Some of them use it like a battering ram. You know, it's just they make very simple constructs that smash through things or you know walls to defend themselves, force bubbles so they can fly through space. Uh, but the rings programmed with like a whole bunch. It's basically the guardians made these rings out of the uh, the power of will. They 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 take enormous willpower to focus and control. Um, so you could totally do something with like a, a mutants and mastermind or bash or any kind of superhero themed role playing game if you want to do fate or anything like that, and just run with the idea that you are a group of you know players running through uh, maybe like a group of newly recruited Green Lanterns. Or a group of Green Lanterns who are assigned to a specific case that's affecting various sectors. Uh, and I kind of like that idea a bit better. Like, you know, uh, okay, we have a smuggling ring that's going on between various sectors of space. 
people are being abducted and you have Green Lanterns from Sector 2862.3, 3.682, and 78216 who are all collaborating. And it gives your players a lot of room to, you know, be like, I want to be a weird, I want to be like, um, I want to be like a, a, a character that's like Kilowog, and one character wants to be from um, like Thanagar, and one character wants to be from Ran. I don't know. And if you look up those sectors, those are not the right numbers. I apologize. I again don't have the sectors of all space memorized. So if you saw the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, the Nova Corps shows up in there, and they're kind of a law enforcement thing. They are, I think it's Xandar. I want to say Xandar. I may be wrong, but basically they're on Xandar, and they're kind of like a peacekeeping law enforcement agency. Um, and uh, what's interesting in that universe is, in the cinematic universe, the Nova Corps is basically armor, but they're they're basically like normal people. They're almost they're they're not human technically, I don't think, but they're humanoids. They have you know obviously high tech armor and high tech weapons and ships and things, but. They don't have superpowers, whereas in the comic books, the Nova Corps are very similar to the Green Lanterns in a lot of ways. They have, you know, they're, they have access to incredible powers that allow them to, like, fly through space, and they, you know, can, like, shoot energy blasts, and they're incredibly hard to hurt. If you wanted, you could also do something, uh, you know, uh, again, there's so many examples of this. It's, it's a really familiar concept, and I apologize if you guys think that that makes it dull, but I think you can have a lot of fun with it. Like, there's the Dark Stars which were basically um, kind of a, a, not a spinoff, more like an offshoot of the Green Lantern Corps, which was like, you know, they, they had access to different powers, and a lot of Green Lanterns who had left the Corps went off and joined the Dark Stars. They're all dead now, if memory serves. I think they got wiped out in one crisis or another. But I would say, set a, set a goal for yourself. Like, uh, if you want to do something simple and straightforward, a bunch of newly recruited agents in the Green Lantern Corps or the Nova Corps or Cosmic Patrol or Cardassian Security or the Coruscant Police Force, any of those are fine. I think it also lends itself well to an ongoing campaign because it's something that if a character dies, there's always new people coming into the, you know, in in a in an intergalactic peacekeeping force. There's always going to be new characters coming in. So if a player's character dies, they don't. You don't have to come up and struggle with a reason for a new character to be brought in. You can just run with the idea that you know, well, this is the new the new recruit uh, who's been brought in to replace him in our squad. And you can play around a lot with the idea of like, uh, you know, jurisdiction and where does your authority end. Um, and I'm going to use the Green Lanterns a lot just because they are basically the most iconic version of the space cop. Their rules are basically your well, their old rules were they weren't allowed to kill and there were sectors of space they weren't allowed to go into. But by and large, most of the galaxy respected what them as a peacekeeping force and a neutral peacekeeping force at that, so they would be allowed to go into places that, you know, normally might not allow a peace, uh, other people in. There's only so much you can do when a Green Lantern shows up at your door and has a power ring and wants to come in, but they were supposed to maintain that they are about law and order, not a political power. They don't have a political agenda. And that was one of the things that happened with Sinestro, because he used his Green Lantern ring to take over his home planet and install himself as kind of like the a, a dictator, basically. That was one of the things that really made him such a horror to the Green Lantern Corps. So that's another thing you can play around with if you're going with this idea. Maybe there's some like betrayal going on with uh, whatever 
peacekeeping force you're using. Um, there's also something fun. Uh, there's kind of like a weird gestalt thing going with like the idea of a uniform peacekeeping force that's not uniform necessarily. Uh, you know, playing with the idea that the Green Lanterns are all from different planets. You have different cultures and different natural abilities and talents. Yes, they all have a power ring, but they're not all going... That's basically supposed to be the same. You know, it's programmed to create constructs and act as a translator, and it has access to a database, but no two Green Lanterns are the same. Their, their backgrounds are different, and their approach to how they're going to carry out their duty is going to be very different. You know, if you want to do something more uniform where we're all from the same planet and we're enforcing security... They're obviously going to, I guess, still have different skills and backgrounds and things like that that they can take advantage of, or it can cause friction. You know, if you have characters who are from two different worlds that don't get along with each other, and this ha this came up a lot in one of the Green Lantern books. There was um, there was the Rand Thanagar War, and there were characters who were from those two planets, and they both became Green Lanterns, and they basically spent a long time like going at each other just chopping, you know, trying to kick each other's butts and constantly arguing and throughout their, throughout the cases, but eventually they, you know, worked out their stuff and they managed to become friends. Again, I apologize if I'm using the Green Lantern as an example too often, but it's just, it, it does work for what I'm talking about here. So establish what you want to do when you're setting out to do this campaign. If you want to do something that's more, um, you know, more lighthearted and fun, that's fine. You can totally do that. I would say um, don't give people Green Lantern rings. That's probably, you know, a bit more power scale than you'd want to do. Um, maybe, you know, make them members of, oh, um, you could do like Sword from Marvel if you wanted to. I liked the Sword comics books. Uh, Sword was like the space equivalent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Basically, they were charged with all... Any, the way I always think of it is anything alien-related, S.H.I.E.L.D. was dealing Shield was dealing with terrorists. Sword dealt with anything having to do with aliens, like the Skrulls or the Kree or the Shia or any of that stuff. You know, they'd host, like, ambassadors who were coming and watch out for invasions. You had uh, Abigail Brand, who was like a half alien woman who was in charge of it. Uh, Beast was one of their agents for a while. I forget the other, that there was like an empathic dragon man, and Lockheed was also part of S.H.I.E.L.D., or was part of S.W.O.R.D. Um, you could have a lot of fun messing around with that idea. I don't think they really patrol space. They basically are tasked with, you know, being in charge of making sure no one invades our planet. There's no reason to say you couldn't, like, send a detachment of, of S.W.O.R.D. agents off to, like, you know, uh, in the year 2075, you know, they're, they're, they're patrolling the solar system or something like that. You can even do, like, if you wanted, if you really like Marvel and you want to do something with more recognizable characters, you can always go with, like, I wouldn't say do the Guardians of the Galaxy because they're not really a police force. They have, they don't really have any authority. They just kind of go around and do whatever they think is best for better or worse, much as I, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a different game. Don't, don't do that for a, uh, a cosmic cop game. I would say uh, you could do, like, the Avengers who have uh, spread to, you know, uh, basically they're an interplanetary peacekeeping force. Um, the Legion of Superheroes kind of works because they are, there are just, like, so many of those characters. But, I don't know, they, they bother me because, like, the, well, no. Because the Legion, when the Legion of Superheroes trains, if memory serves, they do send some recruits to work with, like, the science police who are the official authorities. And, like, those tend to be, like, kind of the garbage jobs like you're stuck on some out of the way planet you're not part of the legion proper you you know you're just like here's your ring all right uh blender man with the you know go to planet 72862 and 
make sure that nothing, you know, the, no one invades, and you stay there until you either quit or die. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just like the concept of a game like that because it's the kind of thing that give them, if you want you can give them a cool ship to mess with and like it's like here's your your you know your junky patrol ship that's constantly breaking down or you know, give them a really nice ship. Maybe they have like a the equivalent of like a cosmic squad car or something like that that's got like you know equipment that normally people can't have access to. There's always going to be someone who's tasked with keeping law and order, and I think that it's. Interest, an interesting avenue to go down with your players. I just like I, I like the idea of like a you know a squad of characters who are doing that. And is it something that you want to do necessarily for like years and years for a long term campaign? Maybe not. Just have fun with it for a little bit and then go do something else. If you really like it, then of course you know keep keep running with it. But yeah, it was just a thought that I had that I felt like sharing. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we I have two actual play podcasts that I am editing down as we speak. They are currently buffering, so hopefully I'll have those done shortly. So we're gonna have more Lost City soon, and we will have the first episode of our new Star Wars RPG campaign that we're doing. We've got a lot of cool stuff that we're sitting down to record, and it's just taken me a while to get through and edit everything. So thank you for your patience, and we will see you next time. Until then, bye!